0: You it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Sade on
1: 959, King of Sorrow. With his car drive, we're on the streets, we're on the air. In the studio, we're joined by the one and only Dr. Zulim Kize. Uh, he's finally arrived. Thank you very much for joining us, Laura.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, I'm sorry we're delayed by the traffic, but uh, we're very pleased to be here.
1: No, 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 it's not a problem. But uh, the traffic is actually as a consequence of load shedding. Which we need to get to. Uh, I think we've seen now in the end of the show, the show ends at six. Uh, there's three things I'm going to like to discuss. So We'd like to discuss the state of the country, the state of the ANC, and then obviously your own personal politics uh, and the reason why you've joined us. Because yeah, you, you've been out of, I'll say, commission for a while. Um, uh, so there's obviously a reason for that. Uh, and when we come back, I want to start off by asking what decided, what led you to a decision to actually come back? Okay. Yeah, Thank But uh, we'll get to all of that If you've got any questions, you can send us a voice note You can send us a call right now 86 The voice note obviously needs to go to 63 uh, 688 We're reading your tweets as well uh, Whatever questions you may have For the next two and a half hours For Dr. Zolini Mkiza This is Kaya 959 Kaya
0: 959
1: On the street. On the air. Welcome back to Car Drive. If you just joined us, well, you're a bit late, but you're also in time because uh, we're about to start our conversation with our guest, Dr. Zoëlim Kize, in the studio. Uh, Before we went to ad break, we spoke about how, I suppose, prior to this, uh, you hadn't really been present, uh, whereas we got used to seeing you every day during Mm -hmm. COVID. Uh, There's obviously a reason for that, and we'll get to that reason. Uh, but I guess imminently right now, you have taken the decision that you're going to contest uh, at the ANC elective conference uh, for presidency. Maybe let's start with that. What led to that decision?
0: Two things, uh, Caesar, <clears throat> And let me say again, uh, greetings to all the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first instance, uh, the members of the ANC approached me to make myself available. And uh, so that becomes an important issue that uh, you don't just stand, but people ask you. Then secondly was uh, I felt that uh, uh, personally I have a contribution to make. Uh, I have worked uh, as a leader of the ANC at all levels, literally no level I have skipped. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I believe I can contribute in is effective leadership of the african national congress building unity uh, so that you've got an effective organization the second issue relates to the fact that uh, i have actually led government at different level and my reputation has been that of uh, clean government uh, fighting corruption and uh, implementation and therefore really results driven So I felt what I would do is just to say, let's look at what policies are there and uh, implement what can be implemented and see uh, how much change we can make because there's been an outcry about poor implementation of policies. So on that basis, I've actually had a a leadership style, which is a hands-on approach, basically making a difference wherever I participate in the leadership.
1: So we'll get to your track record Mm -hmm. uh, because indeed you are with us for the entire afternoon. But if you speak about the organization right now, uh, and in fact in your video when you are addressing uh Amakabani, you spoke of Amakabane, got John Lang You spoke of Amakabane Oliver Reginald Tambo. If those two individuals, including Mandela, because you also cited him as well, were alive, do you think Ukongolose one would be Ukongolose that they had in mind during the formation?
0: Um, I think there are a lot of <clears throat> weaknesses that have crept into the ANC as of today. Uh, and certainly uh, part of it has got to do with the environment and the, uh, the space in which we are. But certainly part of it has also got to do with the kind of leadership that we're providing. So when I raised that issue, I was basically... Uh, giving it as a critique of the leadership that i'm part of Mm. i think that um, with the things that are going on if somebody were to ask me the question uh, what do you think uh, needs to be done differently i would then say we need to focus on implementation of those policies that uh, were designed to change the lives of South Africans so that we can improve them. Uh, and therefore, I would not contribute on that, at that level. But also, uh, the ANC, that's got a huge gap between itself and the people so that, uh, 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 you know, people feel... It doesn't represent them and so many of them don't vote. We need to correct that and make sure that the day-to-day posture of the ANC leadership and membership must reflect the concerns of the people on the ground and close that gap because the ANC without people would not really have existed. And the ANC existed to serve the interest of the people so that would for me have been the uh, issues that i believe are important to deal with and to effectively deal with those you need a united a leadership that can sit together discuss issues together and not project an impression that uh, you know uh, people are out there fighting each other but that they are united so that they can better serve our communities and
1: so then the question would be, because after 28 years of leadership uh, on the ANC side, I would like to believe that the leadership was always aware what the people of South Africa needed. Uh, I'd also like to believe, especially the policies, some of them go back as far as uh, the Freedom Charter. Uh, so the policies have not changed much. There have been tweaks here and there in every conference, but uh, I think the NC policies speak for themselves. The implementation, however, as you put it, has always left a lot to be desired. And it would seem, and I know some of the listeners will say this as well, um, that whenever it is time to go to election, the ANC then speaks a good game, uh, and then when it's time to deliver, in between those elections, we see nothing different.
0: Look, I think we we need to just consider two issues. Firstly, that uh, the... the uh Challenges are huge, and so they would not have been resolved within a short space of time. Where, many years back, if I can just give you an example, um, uh, when I led the province of KwaZulu-Natal, uh, we did a calculation at the rate at which uh, the housings, uh, housing uh, department was delivering. Uh, the last person who would have been homeless in 1994 would have had to wait until 2038, Uh, based on what was available now that means that there are objectively challenges in uh, you know matching the needs together with the resources so Mm. that's one of the problems and the second aspect is that uh, there are a a lot of things that have happened you know that uh, over the years have happened and we have been criticizing the ANC for areas where we think it's not done you know, well enough, uh, where we think that uh, service delivery has lagged behind, where we think that, uh, you know, some of the people just haven't done what was supposed to be done. In the past few years, uh, the challenges that have been raised that relate to, uh, you know, government operation, and even if you were to sit with some of those who are leading government, was uh, the this refrain that uh, uh, there is no delivery. And I'm then saying to uh, our people, we have good policies, but we need then to say the leadership who are there must actually focus on delivery. And therefore, I made my, myself available on the basis that's what that's what I want to focus on. Now, if you look as well <clears throat> on the – let's just take an example of uh, – Uh, The unemployment. Unemployment was high, about 33% in 1994. It came down. uh, By 2018, it was down to about 23%. It has shot up again to about 35%, which is huge, completely unacceptable, particularly if you consider that mostly it's the young people who are affected by that. And uh, my point would be uh, there's a lot more that we should be doing to try and deal with that and i'm saying i won't answer that question from the touch lines i won't be talking from outside if i'm given the chance let me be charged on the basis of how much we can impact on those issues
1: okay but <clears throat> you said when you began for example that you've led in every structure and every level of the anc Correct. you've been a part of the top six Uh, You are part of the NEC, which is the highest decision-making body in the ANC in between uh, conferences, but you never see that kind of cohesive leadership in the ANC. So I'll give you an example. Whenever there is a new regime or a new head of executive, right, uh, it seems like that person comes with their own policies and priorities. And then whenever there's a change, it seems that there's a purge that changes and there's literally no continuity at all. You'd expect an organization which is as cohesive and led as you describe to have a 30, 60, 90-year plan that regardless of whom the leader is, gets carried out.
0: Absolutely correct. Uh, We do need that. And uh, there has to be a very long-term view that we take of the country. Uh, The five-year term is about the administration in office. And then we need to look beyond that because that temptation has been there, certainly, of people who come in and they want to uh, devise what might be their own pet projects or their policies. These are weaknesses that we have to correct. Uh, But if you look at uh, uh, the leadership uh, there's, there's what you can do collectively and there's a limit to what we can do collectively and take responsibility for, uh, particularly when it comes to issues of policies and issues of monitoring. But uh, there are, there's another aspect which becomes important. The skills of the leaders involved, if the leader in, uh, who's, who's leading, the skills of, the, of, of that leader are important, the leadership style is also important. Now, I think that's where you'll see a lot of difference in terms of... Um, If you look across, it's the same part in different provinces, but the performance is also going to depend on how well each leader understands the challenges in front of them uh, and how well each leader understands the strength and the weaknesses of the people that are part of the team and how well such a leader is able to call together and merge those skills to an effective machinery. Now, my approach would have been that a, a very <clears throat> a strong team leader, I believe in teams. I also believe in new energies. That's why the issue of getting younger people to be involved becomes important. And the nice thing about young people is that they will nobody, any loyalty. So they ask any question and they can actually be very disruptive in a, in a, in a way so that you, you rethink whatever you have to do. Now, with that, you also need a confident leader who does not feel intimidated by different views but can learn from what others have to say and this is certainly how uh, i have been uh, you know uh, involved in leadership and so i think the skill to unite people so that even if they are not friends but you can actually get them to operate as one unit to deliver what is needed and keep the focus that certainly is what i think i want to contribute
1: and so even within the contestation <clears throat> of power uh when, for example, we headed towards an elective conference, when people uh, are running for either regional leadership or national leadership, how it gets done also leaves a lot to be desired. Because <laughs> to the point where then all of a sudden after conference, people expect everybody else to look at the party with respect. When all along for the last maybe two and a half years, <laughs> things have been getting revealed and we can't respect anybody within the party. Does the party never realize, Uti, this makes us lose confidence in the party as a whole?
0: Look, I think, again, you are correct there. The internal democracy can be messy. Uh, but it's something that develops with time, how you manage to rein in uh, some of the negative approaches that people use because they're now contesting <clears throat> Uh, the approach from the ANC has been very much to say let's try and focus on what will build the party and what will build society. But uh, people have got extremities and uh, and as a a result we've actually been asking that we need more rules to regulate the election process. I think we're far from what we need to be, we're far from where we should have been. I, I, Way back around 2005 was uh, a A guest of the Chama Chama Pinduzi in uh, Tanzania. After about 30 years or 40 years uh, in of, in, uh, in in government, <clears throat> they realized the need to regulate uh, party con- internal contestation. We took those lessons because we're now seeing exactly what you're seeing, where people are, uh, where and so on. And what I think also becomes important is how we need to always make sure that people who get into this understand what it is all about. Because if it is all about serving society, serving the Needs of the people that should be more the focus rather than trying to destroy everything just so that you can get yourself into the position. Unfortunately, that still happens, and uh, we have a long way towards dealing with that. It's not only at that level, even as you go to the local government elections, mainly uh, where people are dealing at a very close local level, you find that those problems are still there. I think it's something that needs to be dealt with over a period because it can be very uninspiring for society to see the people who have been throwing mud at each other and then turn around and say we're actually very good friends and therefore and that's what has to happen now my approach is what discussing here I'm actually very conscious of the fact that uh, if I raise criticism I'm not raising criticism outside I'm saying this is what we've been doing and these are the things that we've done wrong and we have to criticize ourselves and therefore this is what I think I can contribute in correcting those
1: we're joined in the studio mm. by Dr. Zuelim Kize. Uh, he's gonna be with us for the duration of the show. If you've got any questions, please give us a shout, zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. You can send us your voice notes as well, zero six three six double eight zero nine five nine. When we come back after news, I wanna get into your career now as a politician. Uh, and I'm sure you'll agree you've had your peaks and troughs, you've had your ups and downs, and I wanna just concentrate on that for the next hour.
0: You missed it live. Catch the broadcast on (laughs) Kaya959.co.za.